Lamentations 23 tells us that God's mercies are new every morning. And great is his faithfulness to us in doing so. So let's step into today with an honest and humble heart, preparing to grow in our relationship with God and to have a real and authentic faith. Well, hello and welcome to the first official episode of Let's Be Real, the podcast. If I can just be completely honest, which you will learn about me is that's kind of my thing. Hence, let's be real. I really don't feel as though I have a whole lot of energy to be a fake me. Honestly, I was that person in my 20s. I definitely had an idea and a picture of who I thought I wanted to be or the picture of who I wanted the world to see me as. And I worked really hard to make that happen. And it gets exhausting. And then you realize, why? What am I doing this for? It's just killing me. And you know, it's so much easier to see some of our own struggles in other people before we see it in ourselves. And as I watched others just not being them, just not being real, just not living life and enjoying it, but working so hard to control everything around them, control their situations, controlling the other people in their lives, and controlling what people see and think of themselves. I was like, no, I'm done. I'm out. I am not playing that game anymore. You are going to get me. (laughs) And if you ask those who know me, I think they would agree that for the most part, you kind of get what you get. You get me. Um, So I just wanted to take this opportunity to kind of introduce myself and tell you a little bit about my journey um, and why I'm here on a podcast called Let's Be Real. I have no idea. (laughs) I have no idea except that I am calling this year, 2020, the year that I am along for the ride. Make it a hashtag. Hashtag along for the ride. I've been really doing my best in the last mm, three, four months to act in obedience. I did a really good job of acknowledging the things that would be obedience in my head and then leaving them there going, oh, yes, okay, I will do that someday, Lord. I will do that someday. Wait, today? Oh. Let me tell you, podcast was not anywhere on this radar and list of mine that I thought I would be going down that road. It was actually someone who spoke into me after a um, an opportunity to speak on Gideon at our church that someone sent a message and said, you need to start a podcast. And I was kind of like, huh? I, I don't want a podcast. <laughs> I don't know anything about podcasting and that word of affirmation that she spoke into me started to ruminate and I was like wait god am I supposed to podcast I don't know a thing about it okay well maybe I will (laughs) and then if you're on any of my social media feeds you will see the pushing that god required of me to get started I posted unintentionally kind of a post of a dream 
of what I thought God was calling me, what I feel his prompting to do on an Instagram account that I created, but wasn't exactly public yet. Like I wasn't following anybody and nobody knew it. I knew I was out there and I didn't post anything yet. So this was my very first post. I used a logo that I had somebody make me on Fiverr, which should have just made it myself because it's pretty plain. And one of these days I will get around to making a new one. But in the meantime, I make this Instagram post talking about how God is calling me um, just to encourage women in their faith and to be writing these devotional blogs on another website I have. We have a small farm that we live on. So on that farm site, I'm going to be blogging the things that I learn about God and his creation while I farm. And then I was saying that I'm going to get out there and try and get into more public speaking and in this upcoming podcast called Let's Be Real. And I'm just laying it all out there in this pretend post. And as I was monkeying with it and then I made an unpublished Facebook page. I was trying to connect the Instagram to the Facebook page and I was trying to get that lovely dream post from my fake or unpublished Instagram account to my unpublished kind of pretend Facebook account. But it went to my personal account. So as I keep checking all night, like why didn't it post? I don't understand. What did I do wrong? I end up checking my Facebook post, my personal Facebook page while well, sitting at a basketball game with my daughters, and I look down, and there are all these comments and likes, and uh, I'm like, no, 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 it was not supposed to be on my personal page, this was not supposed to be out, this is me dreaming and pretending, and there it is, and I look at my husband, I'm like, what do I do, do I delete it, I think I should take it down, <laughs> I'm like, but people saw it, and they commented, I'm like, oh, shoot, and others reminded me like, well, maybe this was just God making it happen so that you, there's no way to turn back. And clearly that's what it felt like. I was like, oh no. Now people know. Now people know. And what if it doesn't work? What if I fail? What if I don't follow through? Fear of failure is a big deal for me. Satan has done a very good job of putting lots of little things in my head to cause quite a bit of fear of insecurity, of competency, of adequacy that has kept me still and disobedient for quite a while. Um, and it kind of gets exhausting to think about obeying, to hear the Holy Spirit prompting you and kind of, uh, is that a bad word to say nagging? But it probably is. But just to be encouraging, there you go, that's a better word, to continually encourage you to step out, to go, to step out, to go, and then you don't, and you don't, and you don't, and it's like, boom, fine, I'm going to mess with your social media post, it's out, it's public, get to it. So that is absolutely what this feels like, and here I am. I am a mother to three beautiful girls, um, a wife to my high school sweetheart, and the manager of this dream of a hobby farm that we have, um, I dreamt it was going to be a lot cleaner. I don't think I dreamt that there's quite so much mud in hobby farming, but there is a lot of mud and a lot of poop. And here we are living it up and having a great time and just learning so much. I'm learning so much about farming. I'm learning so much about my kids. My husband and I continually learn a lot about each other, but in the midst of this journey of being a mom and being a wife, I have learned a ton about myself 
not all good. <laughs> not all good. A lot of it a little rough, actually, but even so much more about our great God and the grace that he has for us in our lives. I um, started out my kids staying home with them. It was a dream that I had from the very beginning to be able to be a stay-at-home mom, which we made that sacrifice pretty early on. And as much as I loved it, you ladies know those little years, they are tough. They are exhausting. They make you crabby. You're like, who am I these days? Do I even have an identity outside of diapers and bottles? And all the old ladies at the grocery store say, oh, but it goes so fast. And all you can think is, not fast enough. But it is true. My girls are now 11, 13, and 15, and it's true. It goes really fast. But it's fun. I have enjoyed every single stage. But at the time when they were little and I was exhausted, I was dreaming, dreaming of the day when they would all go to school, that they would all be in school all day, and I would finally have some me time. Before they started off to school, I would arrange my day and my life and nap schedules and meals and everything around the dream of a little bit of me time. It became an idol. I would work so hard to get a little bit of me time and alone time, that if anybody messed with it, I was not a kind person. I was not a great mother. Like, get back in your bed. Do not come out. I think we can all relate. So the girls are finally all in school, and it's this wonderful, beautiful thing where I'm still staying at home, and I clean the house, and I plan the meals, and I go grocery shopping, and I have quiet time. And it's just a sweet, calm time that I'm like, yes, I have arrived. I've been waiting so long for this. And I became a horrible mother. Horrible. Because when they came home from school and they dumped all of their bags on my freshly vacuumed carpet that looked so pretty, and they left their shoes all over the hall, and now there's homework on the table and papers from school. Oh, papers everywhere. Ladies with grade schoolers, raise your hands right now. The paper is ridiculous. And now if if it isn't a ton of paper all the time, it's emails on top of it. Sign up geniuses to boot. It cannot be kept up with. But these things, I would make dinner, the dinner I worked on during the day and I had planned for. And once it's over, the house is messy and there are dishes to be done. And there's homework and paper everywhere. And everybody's stuff is everywhere. But now it's only 6 (laughs) o'clock and they want to play or they have an activity to go to. And my peaceful, calm, lovely, clean day just turned to chaos and mess. And it bumped me. It would bump the nasty right out of me. And I would be so upset with the second half of my day that I was just not a kind mother. And I remember praying, God, you know, I waited so long for this. And now, and now it's not what I thought it was going to be. My days are great, but my nights are rough. No, thank you. This is horrible. And you know what he ended up doing? God is funny. He is a very funny God. Great sense of humor and irony. He said, yeah, you know what? You're actually being called to homeschool. So that's what you're going to do. That me time that you wanted so badly for so long that you worshiped. Yeah, I'm taking all of it all of it. And he sure did. 
So I started homeschooling my girls for four years. It was a very difficult thing to do. It was one of the more difficult things that I've ever dived into and jumped into, but it was one of the most rewarding and just the sweetest times in my relationship with my daughters. We learned alongside each other. I learned so much about them and a lot about myself. And like I said before, not always pleasant things about myself. But using a Christian-based curriculum, I learned so much about God and history and the Old Testament. I absolutely loved going back to grade school. If I had to pick fourth grade was my favorite. I just loved our fourth grade curriculum. It was a blast. And those years sparked in me such a huge hunger for learning and for learning more, learning tons, never stop learning. There's so much to know. And it was exciting and it was motivating. And I learned a ton about God in that time. And I also learned that God was calling me to speak. The very year that I started homeschooling was the year that God called me into our mom's group at church to teach the women there. And that was an exciting challenge. It was one of the things that I had told God that I was never going to do. I am not a public speaker. Well, I have since learned and encouraged my children and anyone I can run into to learn to never say never. Just don't do it because the very thing that you think that you will never do It reveals the controlling nature of your heart. And God says, oh, yeah, watch. Here you go. You're going to do it. So we joke, my middle daughter, she is not a huge fan of her English and language arts class. She hasn't the last couple of years now that they're back in school. And she has said multiple times, I will never be an ELA teacher. Well, my youngest daughter wrote that on a post-it note, and it is currently taped on our refrigerator, and it's been there a while, and we're all just waiting to see what she grows up to be, because I'm like, girl, never say never. Hello, I hate the sound of my voice being recorded. I never thought I would be doing a podcast, and here I am. However, I have heard that most podcasts don't make it past seven episodes. That's like the average. So my goal, even though I don't like hearing myself in these headphones, is to at least make it past seven. So, you know, I'm shooting for a solid 10. (laughs) We'll just see where we go from there. Oh, my husband's going to be so upset when he hears me say that. He's like, you have to commit. You don't just shoot for a little bit of achievement. You commit. I'm like, yes, I know. But the insecurity inside of me is like, how can I really do this. By the grace of God is the answer. Um, If this is his story, then I am just a vessel willing to be used. And what I say, I am along for the ride. So here I am, podcast one, challenging us all to kind of just maybe learn to never say never. Do our best to give up a little bit of that control in our lives so that we can Go where God actually wants us and not just the places that we think we will actually end up because he writes some of the craziest and coolest stories that we will never know where we end up unless we try to control every step of the way so that we end up only where we could have dreamt it. Well, could never have dreamt of being here and being with you. So if you'll join me in this whole process of learning to teach from a microphone, learning alongside each of you if you have any topics or passages or scriptures or anything 
that you would like talked about, let me know. Come and visit me on Instagram under Erica M. Connor, uh, Facebook the same, and look for the Let's Be Real podcast logo. And let me know what you think. 